Welcome to season two of 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. Wisdom, well, she's our sister, and understanding, we call her our next to kin. Where our goal is to always try to service our community and give my personal opinions, my journey, and my feedback on what I've learned and my experiences in this thing that we call life. So sit back and enjoy where your feedback is always welcome and let's have the conversation. We can agree to disagree, but ultimately the journey is still yours. Welcome, welcome back, and Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you guys for joining me this morning. Thank you for joining 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. We want to give God all the glory and all the praise this morning for keeping a hedge of protection around and about us. We want to thank him, Father God, this morning for your will be done in our life, all the things that you're doing in our life, all the things that you're removing, all the doors that you're opening, and all the doors that you're closing, Father God. We just want to thank you and give you all the glory and all the praise on this beautiful, beautiful holiday week. We're celebrating your birth this week, God, and I just thank you, Father God, for all that you've done for me and my life, and my listeners, thank you for all that you've done in their life. In Jesus' name, I hope everybody's doing great this week. Happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you guys. I want to come on here today before the holiday got started and everybody started traveling just to give you a little word. I wanted to talk to you guys today about the transfer of energy. I came on last week and we talked about uh, not, uh, not letting people have the audacity to make us settle for things that we don't want to settle for and do in our life. And we've been talking about the rebuilding process and standing in a place of peace. And that's just a wonderful thing where you can just stand and look yourself in the mirror and just stand in that place of peace. And I just thank God for it this morning. You guys, I, I wanted to talk about transfer of energy because my last week was a little bit off ladder towards the end of the week and some things didn't go exactly the way that I thought they would go and my energy was off so I had to pull my bootstraps up and I had to look myself back in the mirror and tell myself that first and foremost God is for me so if God is for me who can be against me and second of all I had to look myself in the mirror and tell myself that you are standing in a place of peace and you're still in the rebuilding process and sometimes when we're in the rebuilding process things don't go the way that we think they ought to go. So we have to turn it over to God and let it be his will. And like everything in our life, we want to make sure that we put God in it and put him first. But sometimes our flesh want to take over the spirit and we think that we can go do things better than God. But I thank God that he has reminded me that I can't do anything without him. Also, it was brought to my attention that sometimes people that we are connected with, especially if we're connected close to them, whether it be a mate, a husband, a wife, a sister, a brother, sometimes if they're in a bad place in their life or even just having a bad day that they could transfer their negative energy onto us or we can even walk into a room 
and the energy is so negative, it can be transferred to us. And I had that little um, episode last week. I had a little situation last week that transferred some negative energy to me. And I, every time I tried to say, shake it, even when I was trying to get in my word and, and pray, I came up out of it and I pray and come up out of it and pray a little bit more and get into my word and come up out of it. But I still couldn't shake. But I, my body felt like I had something just weighing me down. And I realized out of, once I got out of that situation that it was the negative energy in the room. And I was like, wow, that thing is real. That thing is powerful. That thing is ooh, it's magnetic. And I don't want to give it any glory. I don't want to give it any praise. But I felt that. I felt it when it was on me. And I felt it when God lifted up off me. So I thank him for keeping a hedge around me. But I wanted to come on and tell you, ladies, the holidays is among us. And every time we get in a situation where it is a special occasion or we're trying to do something positive in our life, there may be situations that come up against us and we think it's going to come out a certain way to our good. And sometimes it may come out, it just may come out to, to, to be not what we thought it to be. It may just not be in God's will. And then it starts to try to recreate things in our head. And it goes back to me telling you guys in one of my last episodes about the flesh and the spirit, how the flesh and the spirit fights against each other. And as we know, if if you're a Christian like I am, we battle the flesh all the time. Our spirit just battles that flesh. And we have to be conscious when that flesh tries to rise up and take control of our spirit. And I walked into a situation to where as um, I believe, and this is just my belief, and and, 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 and I felt it, that the energy just was transferred to me that when that was negative and I didn't recognize that um, the people in the room had this negative energy. I walked in the room and and the room was warm. It seemed warm and inviting. But as soon as certain people opened up their mouth, their energy was just all off. And I, I took it wrong and it, it was placed in the wrong place. It was placed on my flesh and it wasn't placed in my spirit. And I had to reevaluate that thing. I said, you know, Victoria, you, you're standing in the place of peace. You're okay with the things that's going on in your life because you can't, first of all, we can't change anything um, that's going wrong in our life if we don't allow God to come in and do what he has to do first. And, And what I mean by that is, you know, we all can take negatives and turn them into a positive um, and if it's God's will, of course, but sometimes something just sticks to you like glue and you try to change it and turn it into a positive and it doesn't happen for you. And I was at that place and, and I realized after three days of just being in that place and being confused and feeling a little bit lethargic, I was like, you know, uh, I woke up 
this morning and I said, you know what that was? That was the transfer of somebody's neg- negative energy. And I need to get on here and tell my ladies that that is real. And we can't allow people to transfer their negative energy on us, whether it be your friends, whether it be a family member, or, or even that co-worker, or even if just walking into a room if you're going to pay a bill or uh, even going to church sometimes. People can have negative things about them and it'll transfer to you. But I thank God today that he was a, he, he was able to allow me to recognize the situation. Um, and it took a while. And sometimes God will want you to get in your word and he'll reveal it to you in your word. Or he'll reveal it to you through a close family member or friend. And give you something to think about. Like I'm always talking about giving our young people something to think about. Give them, give them that pause. Even even when they want to do things on their own, we give them that thought that sometimes we don't think they're thinking about it, but they truly are. They truly are. If you know your children or you know that niece or nephew and you're trying to encourage them in their self and encourage them in, 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 in God, you know, sometimes we can say stuff to people to, to, to make us pause and, and, and just think about the things that we're going through or or something that may have happened to us. I know that I certainly have had many of people tell me things and and, and they probably thought I wasn't listening, especially my mom, uh, God rest her soul. Um, and I was and I carried it in my spirit and and I thank God today that some of it that I'm reminded of when certain circumstances try to rise up against me. But I wanted to talk about that negative energy and I thought I would get on here and share with you guys that this morning when I was in my word and I was I, I was I was still a little bit confused about you know what was going on and why was I feeling uh, like I was feeling because I thought you know the situation that I had uh, been presented with uh, on the latter part of last week I thought that I was okay with it and I still feel like that I was okay with it but what I did is I shared it. And sometimes, as you know, you can't share everything with everyone. And that includes your mates. You can't share everything with everyone because sometimes people think that they know us so well. And especially if you're in the rebuilding process. And and, and this is for that. If you're in the rebuilding process, you will have those people in your life that's waiting for you to stumble or waiting for you to revert back to the old way that you used to do things. And even though that you're sure, like I'm sure that I'm not, they'll still try to place that on you because that's all that they know about you. And I can say honestly in the past that I have been a very negative person. I had very negative thoughts in my head, especially when I was going through um, trying to get rid of the fact that I was an alcoholic. Um, I was still having negative things go through my mind. And that's when I started the rebuilding process. I started putting positive things in my life, positive people in my life, and trying to rethink that thought when it would try to come up against me because Satan will bring things into your life, into your world, negative thoughts that'll try to come up against you and you have to be reminded of sometimes when you're making a change and you're you want to stand in that place of peace and, and or either get to that place of peace when you're in the rebuilding process things still do happen you're not going to be happy every day you're not going to be cheerful every day you have to make yourself 
apply those changes. They're just not going to come instantly. And that's even for a Christian, even when you're walking with God, even especially if you're a new Christian in his word and you're just getting to know God and, and allow God to manifest and do so many wonderful things in your life, you're still going to have those moments where everything's just not going to go right. And I've said it before and I'll say it again a thousand times. Every day we have to repent. We have to repent on those negative thoughts. We have to repent with those negative people in our life. And it is so easy because I find myself still doing it today. But I thank God that he allows me to catch it and repent. And I'm talking about placing judgment on others because I still kind of judge people. And I have to say to myself, Victoria, you know that ain't right. You know you can't judge that person. You know uh, uh, a year or two or three ago, you were doing the same thing. And, and the same way that you're judging somebody else, be careful. Because you're walking with your Lord and Savior right now. And he told you in his word, the same measure of judgment that you place upon someone else, it will be measured back to you. And, and that's part of being negative and having negative thoughts. And I just wanted to share that because I had some energy transferred to me and I just didn't I couldn't figure out what it was until I got into my word this morning and God reminded me of his servant Job and how he allowed Satan to try him and I said you know what God I said all of that was the negative energy that walked into the room and I forgot that sometimes sometimes that you'll take your hands off of us in ways to allow Satan to try us just to see if we're going to stand on our faith. If we're going to stand on our faith, if we're going to gird our waist with that truth, if we're going to stand in that peace, if we're going to put on that breastplate of righteousness, if we're going to put on that helmet of salvation, because sometimes we'll... Um, We'll run ahead of ourselves. My mother used to have a little saying where she would say, um, you, you're putting the goat before the witch or something, something of that nature. And we'll try to run ahead of ourselves. And, and when we're walking with Christ, certain, certainly as Christians, I, I know, especially at, at for me, being a new Christian, I still consider myself new, even though I've known the Lord a long, long time. I still consider myself a newbie and walking with him because there's certain things that you can read that you've read a hundred times and get a new revelation from it. And uh, I said to myself, you know, I thought that I had that situation all under control. And when it didn't work out in my favor um, last week, I said, you know, God, I'm okay with them. I am peace with it. But my inner self wasn't at peace with it. And I didn't realize that until I got into my word this morning. And I had to look myself in the mirror after I got out of my word. And I had to give myself a pat talk. I had to say, girl, you know what? You're better than this. You're beautiful. You're standing in your place of peace. You in the rebuilding process. And in the rebuilding process, everything is not going to go your way all the time. Everything is not going to go the way that you think it's supposed to go all the time. And then I, I went out and ran a couple errands. And then God brought me back home and thank God for that and um he told me he said you know go go to the book of Job and and the book of Job is one of my favorite stories it's one of my favorite stories I've read it about two or three times but it always gets me and um it always gets me because of the way that 
Satan just came on into the picture. And I and, and when I first read it, it blew my mind because it goes a little bit like this, and I'm gonna read it for you. It says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on earth, and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all the things that he has on every side? You have blessed the works of his hands and his possessions and have increased his land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from his from the presence of the Lord, and he began to do his works. And I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there because God had to remind me that sometimes if it's not in his will, and you have to be careful of what you ask him for. And I always like to pray to God, and I always tell him, God, if it be your will, if it's in your will that I wake up tomorrow, if it's in your will that that door open for me or that door closed for me. And we have to be mindful of the things that we say to God and the things that we ask him for, and especially around this holiday season. I really, I really want to encourage you guys to go and read Job's story. And, and read Matthew, Luke, and Mark because that is the reason for this season, the birth of Christ. But he had to remind me that even though he has a hedge protection around and about me, sometimes he'll test us and he'll test our faith and see exactly where we are in our faith. And, and he doesn't like a proud person. And I, I was getting a little cocky there with my faith and reading his word and knowing, thinking that I know more than God, I would say. I always tell my husband that sometimes we think we know more than God, but if you want to make him laugh, tell him your plans. Well, I I was getting a little cocky last Thursday and I was, you know, I was sure that a door was going to be open for me. And when it wasn't, I thought that I was standing in a place of peace. I thought I was standing on my faith and God had to show me that I wasn't standing on my faith like I thought I was because that thing started to bother me. After Thursday, it started to bother me a little bit and it started picking at me like a child would pick at a sore or a scab. And, and he just had to show me. And when he sent me to Job this morning, the only thing that I could do was say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me that I can do nothing without you. I can do nothing without it being your will. And if you decide to take your hedge protection around and about from around me just for a moment, 
don't let me get beside myself and get cocky. But you also wanted to test my faith. And I thank God that you tested my faith because she said all we need is a is faith as small as a mustard seed. And I do have faith as small as a mustard seed. But sometimes we can tear and we can get away from that faith, especially if it's something that we really truly believe that God is going to do in our life. And he said, uh-uh, no. That's not the way that I'm going to present it. And he had to remind me that you always say, God, if it be in your will. So why are you mad that that door did not open the way that it opened? That's not in my will. But also, I promise you that everything that you ask for in my name and where there are two or three or more gathered, that it shall be. But the thing that he did not promise us was when. And he had to remind me of that. He also had to remind me that um, as I was trying to uh, get my mind wrapped around it and and I, I was being so stern about standing in my faith, that also the transfer of energy, and I call transfer of energy Satan. Sometimes Satan can walk on in the room and he can mess with us. And some people will say, especially some Christians out there will say, uh, well, if you're standing on your pe- standing in a place of peace and you're standing on your faith and you've girded your weight with your truth and 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 you got on your breast breastplate of righteousness and you're standing on God's word, why did your faith waver? Well, sometimes our faith will waver and Satan will come in and he'll try to snatch what God has planted in us and God has to remind us on a daily basis, every minute of the day, every second of the day, that there he is still. God and nothing or nobody comes before him but also if we don't stand on his faith and we're not rooted and grounded in what we say sometimes we'll get tested and just like Satan came among the sons of God when they were talking to God and God asked him where was he coming from Satan can walk on in a room in a situation and do the same thing. If he can walk in the room where our father is among his people, he certainly can walk in a room among us and we're nothing without him. He breathes life into us every day. So I had to be reminded of that, guys. And I know I'm getting so excited and so hyper about this, but I wanted to let you guys know that when you walk in certain rooms and you do certain things and you touch certain people, and just just be mindful of the transfer of, of, of energy because the transfer of energy is nothing but the trick of the enemy. And the trick of the enemy, as we know, is nobody but Satan himself. And when God brought me up out of that thing, and I'm so grateful and I'm so happy about the fact that he loves and adores me. He brought me right back to a place of of peace. I didn't miss a beat. I wasn't first. I wasn't last. I was right where he left me. And, and And I think that he did that for me to remind me that I still need to get my faith levels back up there where they was. I still need to depend on him like I always do. And I still need to call 
call out his name and cast my cares upon him. I was trying to keep everything inside and say, you know what? I rebuke everything that Satan's trying to do, everything that he's trying to do to me. Satan, get behind me. You're not mindful of the things of God. You're mindful of the things of man. But he reminded me that I also needed to come and talk to him. He reminded me that even though I was trying to be faithful and I was trying to stand in my righteousness, that I still needed to come and talk to him, even though he already knows everything that's going on in my life, I still needed to come and talk to him. I still needed that release. I still needed to say, Father, this is bothering me. And when I didn't, all the energy from other people and other things started to manifest on me that day. And it carried around with me over the weekend. I wanted to be very transparent with you guys. And when it finally left me on Monday morning, I was like, wow, the breakthrough and how God just broke that thing down to me. It was just so wonderful to just get up and start a new day and say, you know what? That was a lesson that I learned that I'm trying not to go back through because I, I, we can't, I can't tell you whether God is going to test you, if the test is going to be harder the next time. But I know that the next time, as well as standing on my faith, I still need to go to God, especially if it's bothering me. And I got to be mindful that I always tell him whatever his will is, let it be done. So if it wasn't in his will, I had to be okay with that. And if I wasn't okay with that, then I needed to go to my father and tell him, that I wasn't okay with it and to bring me some peace, Father God, and give me some insight and some understanding and a little bit of wisdom along with the faith that I have as small as a mustard seed. And I want to come on here and let you guys know that even if you started and you made that list and, and you're uh, standing in your place of peace and you're in the rebuilding process and you're walking around and you're telling people and telling yourself that you're not going to settle for certain things and certain people in your life, that sometimes we have to go back to standing in that place of peace. Sometimes we got to remember and remind ourselves that we're still in the rebuilding process and we got to stand on that and we got to look ourselves in the mirror. We got to tell ourselves that we're beautiful, we're confident, we're, we're uh, courageous, but we also got to tell ourselves that put nothing or no one or no situation before God. And if you can't handle it and it's bugging you and you're still trying to be quiet about it, that's when you really need to go get on your knees and you need to talk to your father. Thank him for closing that door, but also tell him, Father, it is bothering me. It, it hurt me, but I, I need you to give me some peace. Give me that peace that you said that I can have that surpasses all understanding. So I wanted to get on here and I want to share that with you guys. I also wanted to get on here and wish you guys a very Merry Christmas. And I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful Christmas and a Happy New Year. And for my single ladies, if you started that process of rebuilding and wanting to stand in, 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 in a place of peace and you got rid of that a person or persons and this holiday season might be the first holiday that it's not normal that the same people aren't around you remember one thing remember the reason for the season remember that you are rebuilding and you're standing in a place of peace it takes a lot of work to rebuild so get around that per that person that that you that pours into you or you pour into them and if you don't have anybody that pours into you pour into yourself look yourself in the mirror do something wonderful for yourself 
Put on your gospel music. Put on your Christmas music. Get in there and cook you a little something to eat. Make something truly different and memorable. Even if you got to curl up and, and watch a bunch of Christmas movies and all that good stuff. Or possibly... There's a lot of lonely elderly people out here. Visit some nursing homes. Get get down and chat with some of our elderly people. You don't know how much that'll bring a smile to their face just to have somebody come in and, and talk with them. Sometimes we don't even need to present a, a present just to have somebody come and talk to you, especially when you're older and you can't get around like you normally used to get around. So that's to my single people. Find something that you can get through the day and if all else fails and you still feel like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders, get yourself in Matthew, get yourself in Mark, get yourself in Luke and John and see all the wonderful things that God has done for us. And I promise you, you will be cheered up in a lickety split. I promise you, you will. And with that being said, guys, this, this is my time. I love you guys so, so much. I thank you for continuing to support my channel. I thank you guys for continuing to send me messages. And I thank you guys most for just hearing me and just listening to me and, and, and sharing your stories with me. I've had some people that's gotten in touch with me and talked to me about some of my episodes. And they said that did wonderful things in their lives. So I thank you, thank you, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to share, 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 follow, follow, follow. And I love you. Merry, very, Merry Christmas. And may God bless you with many, many more days to come if it is in his will. Thank you so much and Merry Christmas to you.